If you want to become financially independent, come to my seminar. Let me show you how to make the fortune you have always dreamed about. Ready? Go! What happens if you are named in Nelson Rockefeller's will? You get rich quick. Stand on the line, play the game again. Everybody's gonna lose, and I'm gonna win. Gonna get rich quick. This is my lucky day. Hello, everybody, and welcome once again to Get Rich Quick with Josh Noel. Right here on Radio Free Brooklyn, your home for all things hipster. <laughs> no, no, they won't like that, will yeah, they? Yeah, no, no. Um, uh, first off, Noel, I'd like to uh, uh, congratulate Radio Free Brooklyn. Yep. Um, they are officially a nonprofit corporation. Is, it, is that uh, what it is? It's yeah, a, I believe the, so. You know the n- numbers. Yeah, they what they got is the it? 501c3. 501c3. So now you can be assured that when you donate uh, to Patreon, yep. that it's going to a, a, a true good cause. Yeah, and we got to figure out all the details with this. Uh-huh. Oh. But uh, they'll be tax deductible, too. <clears throat> oh, you hear that, guys? Yeah. When you uh, uh, send us your tithe? No, our, not we won't be, because we are not <laughs> non-for-profit. We, the Radio Free Brooklyn has basically declared themselves our enemy. That's right. <laughs> how, they've, how they continue to put us on the air is yeah, beyond me. I know. Um, but, you know, so that's just a taste of what we are. We are Get Rich Quick with Josh and Noel. Uh, I'm Josh Rubin. I am Noel Deneen. And we are here basically to get you as rich as possible, as quickly as possible. Uh, we scour our brains yep. for... Uh, Incredible ideas, the best um, on a topic of our choice, where we then take those ideas and we put them out into the ether. Yeah, we don't the... ram them down your throats. Nope, nope. We offer them to you on a gilded platter. Yeah, an ether platter. An ether platter. <laughs> um, and you take those ideas, uh-huh. as I like to say, no, you action yeah, those ideas. Yeah, you make them flesh, yeah. you make them real. That's right. We in action the ideas. We and sit you, on our butts and you action them. And you make, dare I say, millions? I, I would dare to say more. Billions? I would say that. I, trillions. Come on, inflation? Billions. <laughs> okay. If not trillions. Yeah, going on to trillions. Yeah. Uh, and they're yours. Yeah. And all we ask in return, Noel Deneen. We ask for 10%. You give us a tithe. It's less than taxes. <clears throat> That's right. It's the Church of GRQ with Josh and Noel. That's right. Um, and, uh, normally we start off with a little story, yeah. uh, leading into the topic as those regular listeners of you generally know, but we don't have one today. Nope. We're going to go right into it because we have a special guest today. That's right. Um, and our guest today, Noel is? Is King Lou Fernandez, host of Lou Reads the Internet, the best show, it's one of the best shows. Well, thank you. On yeah. the uh, in the world, on the internet, just on, the well, the shows, podcast. But okay, it is. It, it's one of my favorite shows. I've uh, listened to every episode. Very flattering. Uh, multiple times, some of them. It's great. Really? Yeah. Well, that's great. I lo- I love it. I tell everyone that ever asks about podcasts, unless they're like someone who wouldn't like offensive things. That's a lot of people. <laughs> well, that is, but but not necessarily my friends. And I'll, I'll tell them all. <laughs> I like, see. I see. Listen to Lou Reads. Um, and Lou, why don't you tell us a little bit about your podcast or tell us a lot about your podcast? Yeah. Okay. What is your podcast? Uh, my podcast is uh, like Noel said, Lou reads the internet for you. And, uh, I go and find places you wouldn't want in your browser history and I read from them. Uh-huh. Um, so <laughs> it could be anything from, uh, you know, something mundane like, um, 
you know, a Reddit sub forum about people about uh, the worst things that people who worked in hotels have ever seen mm-hmm. uh, or worst things that ambulance drivers have ever seen mm-hmm. to something <clears throat> more sexually oriented, like uh, weird fetishes, sneeze fetishes, people who like to uh, eat ejaculate, things like that. Yeah. Uh, and then to, to uh, you know, the real beyond the pale people like the uh, the forum that the cannibal cop was hanging out on, like, you know, people who fantasize about killing and eating people. Wow. Um, and uh, you know, I, I never know what the people who listen to the podcast are going <laughs> to find interesting or <laughs> be revolted by. The last episode, people tapped out at the title. Really? So, yeah. yeah. And 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 uh, do you want to reveal the title? Or would you rather people well, go? Right- um. Well, if you went there right now, you would see yeah. it. it was. Uh, I read from a forum, a website called Skin Pick, which is a forum for the the site itself sells some sort of service for people with OCD mm-hmm. and sort of uh, you know flesh aggravating issues. And um, uh, the forum is just people sharing their stories of their own OCDs. Uh, and they're they're all super troubled people. Like yeah. there's no right. Laughing at the <clears throat> the conditions they have because they're troubled, right? Um, but people were just really grossed out by the <laughs> yeah. The, yeah, the I listened idea. to that one. I'm I'm interested that uh, uh, people were like like tapped out so early because I feel like every doesn't everyone pick. I mean, I understand oh. that that show was like it, there there is an extreme nature of it. But but you know everyone like when they get a scab they pick at it everyone picks at their nails. I think there's a difference between sort of like biting your nails or looking under your scab and being convinced that they're like uh, alien, you know, right things that don't belong there Uh in there, and then you have to sort of keep mutilating yourself because you're like, oh, these little spikes keep growing, and (laughs) you know, and it's like they're seeing things that are like you know most likely fat, like a fat globule Uh in your skin, and they're like, I need to get it deep, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, or that they believe that they have lots of mites on their skin, and they bathe, like that one guy bathes himself in like horse pesticides yeah. to get the mites off his body, which is like mildly extreme, yeah, if you yeah. ask me. Yeah, but uh, yeah, that one had a lot of ones where I was like, oh, this is gross. <laughs> There's only one forum that almost made me throw up, and that was the uh, the come on food forum. That was I really like when I, when I was reading the story, the first story, the st- guys epic tale of how he was able to finally eat his own semen uh on a burger um oh and his people eating their own semen yes well also oh God. yeah there was so it just the, the tale of it i was reading it and i was like oh i might i might actually vomit like this is <laughs> it was just such oh, a uh, God. topic but then other people were like you know my wife's girlfriends come over and I make the margaritas and I come in it and like my girlfriend knows and it's really funny oh. like, <laughs> you know, that we think it's hilarious that they're eating uh-huh. all my jizz. Yeah. You know, so Ugh. when I uh, oh God. don't do that, by I, the way, I can't it's not a... I'm going to tell this story on air, but I'm going to tell this story. Yeah. On OK. Air. Um, when I uh, uh, got one of my uh, first apartments on my own with a roommate, we moved into this incredible place it was this huge two-bedroom we had this sort of roof garden there were only three apartments in the building and it was a sublet and uh we met with the guy who was subletting it he was moving to costa rica and he just wanted to hold on to the place you know because it was such a good deal and you know it was such a great place and he was a a a carpenter and he had really done a number on the it was a two-level roof garden and the whole thing and the second he split and we moved in he had left a whole bunch of shit in this one closet 
And we opened up that closet and said, let's go through his shit, because that's, you know, what people do. Sure. And we're digging through his shit, we're digging through his shit, and we find this box of videotapes. And we're digging through, what are we going to find, what are we going to find? And uh, and I say videotapes, because it was during the VHS revolution. <laughs> um, and we find one that says nasty stuff. Okay. And we pull it out, and we plop it in the, uh, in the VCR. Naturally. And yeah. uh, <clears throat> it was all bestiality. Oh, it, it opens up. It's two young German girls in a field, and they're talking to each to other, and girls. they're looking around, and then they start making out, and they're kissing, 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 and then they go, "This is nice, but I'm bored. We need something more exciting." And pan to uh, Shetland Pony. <laughs> yep. Right. <laughs> and so <clears throat> there was that scene, and then there was another, and then there was a scene. It was the most disturbing of them was uh it was in a studio and it was this woman who was clearly just strung out like she was clearly doing this for drugs no amount of makeup was fixing her up like mm -hmm. she was a, 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 a an emotional disaster and there is a full-size horse there and she's on a couch Oof. and first she she gets gets fucked by a pig uh-huh and then, and we're, mm. it, it's a weird thing. We're watching this and it's like, I, I, I just, it's some erotic form. Because it's, as, it's, it's becoming as that. some form of defense, <laughs> yeah. we were kind of shocked. We yeah. were shell shocked. And we were like, we couldn't believe this was going on. But she, she has sex with the pig, then sex with the horse. And then they jerk the horse off into a giant horse condom and just pour it all over oh, her that's head. Quite a, that's quite a, uh, a lot of effort. Yeah, it was a lot, of, a lot effort. of effort. It was a lot of was effort. Was it the kind of thing like a bullfight where you first you show up and you're kind of disgusted, but by the end you're cheering? <laughs> yeah, yeah. There was no cheering. Oh, okay. That was the that was the one. There was more to the tape, but that was the finally where we sort of like shook ourselves out of this weird reverie, and uh, and uh, 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 just like we're like put it away. And we of course told this to lots and lots of people mm -hmm. that we found this videotape and watched it. And uh, my boss at the time asked. If he could borrow it oh, and no. never returned it, of course, <laughs> yeah, never returned right. it. Uh, and so, I guess we should also say at this point <laughs> that uh, you know, as as we've hinted to from some of Blue's uh, shows, and as Josh just explained with his story, <laughs> our topic this week is gross stuff. Yep, and Ooh, Lou is yeah. king of the gross stuff. That's right. He can judge them all, big and small. And uh, tell us how good our schemes for getting rich with grossness are. That's right. You've been doing your show for how long, Lou? Long time. A long time, like seven years now. It seems like. Wow! Yeah. Holy smokes! Is that right? Seven no, years? Maybe six years. I don't know. Somewhere in there. How many shows are you doing a year? Uh, it used to be around twenty-four to thirty, and now it's slowed down mm -hmm. to like twelve. So you're like an early podcaster. I guess. Yeah. I mean, in terms of the popularity of podcasting, I didn't. I didn't realize because I've just seen sort of like the number of shows that you have up, and so I just assume you're putting out like yeah, one I a month or like something. Seven or eight years, maybe. I don't know. I had to look at the first post on the on the podcast. Well, That's... I met you. Uh, I met you with my ex at uh, mm -hmm. a place over in the village. It was after some event. Yeah, ETV. Uh, yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. And uh, <laughs> you at that point were you had a ton of them out there already yeah so and that must have been four years ago maybe even five years ago yeah something like that yeah still working at columbia then 
I used to record them at my in my office at Columbia. That's great. <laughs> yeah, those early ones you can hear because people come while I'm recording. Yeah. I, I worked in an equipment room and uh-huh. people would come to pick stuff up and I'd be like, so then I put my fist up to the, oh, hello. How, okay. how can you? <laughs> it's funny. I have a very similar bestiality story, but it was from high school. Uh-huh. My friend's mother had some, uh, uh, she was single and she had some gay friends who gave her a bag, it's a brown paper bag full of stuff, and he found it, and it had like a bunch of gay porn magazines and a bestiality tape that we watched, and we were both like, oh no. It's horrifying, <laughs> that it is horrifying. It is horrifying. <clears throat> Even though that was part of a scheme uh, that I had last episode, I think. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Bestiality? Well, it was a dating service. Oh. Yeah. That for brought together uh, people and horses, people and and dolphins actually. Oh, yes, just because. Oh, well, uh, it's a mammal. Right? Yeah, it's a mammal, and it's intelligent. That's it's it's less weird, I guess. Yeah, it's got human level intelligence. It's. I just mean, about I've seen videos of like women being kind of pushed around by a dolphin with an erection. Uh huh. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I mean, that, this is what I tried oh. to explain to Noel, and he was he was very he was he was perturbed by my idea. He he seemed to think and and. My point was just to to lay it out, since you didn't hear the episode yet, um, is that uh, uh, communications with dolphins be, dolphins is becoming a thing. There there are researchers oh, yeah. out there actually working on mm-hmm. sort of a common language that is separate from the language of the the clicks and whistles of dolphins that can then be translated through a thing. So consent is That's possible. Very funny. Consent is there possible. There was a movie. There was a TV show or a movie about like a submarine. Uh-huh. Not like the last ship, or but it was something like that where they had uh, dolphins that swam around right. it, yep. and they could speak in the dolphins. And uh, my mm-hmm. friends and I made jokes about the dolphins, like uh, they had a thing called fish game where the guy would <laughs> put a fish on his dick and have them come over and play fish game with him. Yeah, that was one. But, uh, do you remember that show? Uh, I, no, it, it was a I weird like submarine that was made out of like living. material organic material it was a terrible i kind of remember it was one of those like classic it was a saturday morning show wasn't it? no no this was like a a a prime time oh i don't remember that that's kind of like a version of that uh that story it but like a military version of that wonderful day for banana fish do you ever read that by uh, jd salinger no oh creepy (laughs) (laughs) we'll just leave it at that we'll leave it at that that. anyone out there that's read it knows what i'm talking about (laughs) um so you've been doing this for seven years, so you are very immersed in the world of gross stuff. Yeah, I have uh, stuff in my mind all the time. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's hard to talk to me without hearing something terrible. Yeah. <laughs> it, uh, it, 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 does it does it color your everyday conversation? Oh, sure. I mean, that's just me in general. I've uh-huh. always been okay. yeah. sort of obsessed with exposing people to stuff they didn't want to know. Yeah. So, uh, you know, it's it's it, this is the perfect outlet for me. Yeah. Th- think of, since we started doing this show, how many conversations you have that end up go- going into weird facts we've read for the show. I, I, I have had I have had conversations with people where it's remarkable they bring something up and I can actually go, oh, my God, that's really funny. Yeah. Because I just did mm-hmm. a whole thing. On this, or the guy yeah. on my podcast, the the other guy, as I've been referred to at times, <laughs> um, uh, uh, had did the, did this whole thing, and then I end up like expounding for uh-huh. like. It's interesting to me that I can expound for forty five minutes in a conversation on it, and like if I can get five or six minutes on the air about it, yeah, I feel like that's a lot, but 
Um, yeah, that happens all the time. Yeah, that happened. But to that's me. like all gross stuff that mm-hmm. it happened to me last weekend. Uh-huh. I was in L.A. at a friend's birthday party, and he's a well-to-do person, uh-huh. and he had a mermaid in his pool. Um, so there was a person <laughs> dressed up as a mermaid uh-huh. in the pool, and I had done an episode about mermaid culture. Yeah. Um, and so I was just like, "Oh, hello!" And I just started talking to her about mermaid stuff, and she was thrilled because like no one knows about mermaid uh-huh. culture and she claimed <laughs> to be uh you know basically she said it was arguable that she was the origin of modern mermaid culture oh really uh-huh. and so she, she must had, have charged a pretty penny to I'm be at that sure. party i mean yeah. that tail was fantastic uh-huh. Uh-huh. it was like she showed me it was covered in swarfs crystals wow. and like all these like little shells and stuff uh-huh. she was very nice mermaid uh linden you can look her up she's okay. a real person and uh, you shall come and swim in your pool and fetch things out of it for people at a party. Wow. Apparently that's a sign that is uh, a, a potential sign that your child may be trans. Is what? Is uh, uh, obsession with mermaids. Really? That trans kids have a real obsession with being mermaids with because it's sort of an in-between space. You're neither fish nor human. Okay, so Disney has an agenda. It does. Oh. I think. I think that's been made clear. John, brother. Yeah. Oh, that, there's. That's a forum you should find. Some sort of Disney has an agenda forum. There you go. We just gave him a. I'll uh, have to look for it. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm, sure, I'm sure. That's, that's the hardest yeah. part is looking for the forums. Do you, yeah. Do you, and are they getting harder to find now? Because I was just Facebook talking about this is... because. Um, no, it's more Reddit. Like okay. forums. Forums still exist, and there's, but the traffic is definitely down on them unless they have like a real niche that they're like locked in on yeah um but reddit just is so expansive and but the signal to noise at reddit is so much higher you know like yeah people you know you post something like i'm having this problem and the jokesters come in and like nail the first hundred you know right comments are all like amazingly clever stuff that these guys should be writing comedy instead of like uh (laughs) snarking it up on reddit But that would require actual work and effort. That's true. That's true. It's much more. It's much funner to sit at your computer in your underwear and type away. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> great times. That's why we do this show. That's right. Yeah, I, I didn't. Uh, well, I. I'm glad I wore underwear because it's yeah. important that I normally. Fit in. Yeah. Normally, when Noel and I are here, just the two of us were in our underwear. Yeah. No, that's. Oh yeah. Well, it's hot. It's like a, yeah. yeah we turn the heat up. It's like a sauna. Uh-huh. Sweat it out. Yeah. yeah. We got the massage table. Yeah. Hey, that's great. Uh-huh. So is that after the podcast? It's a yeah. It's, it's the special parting gift for all of our. Yeah. Of our, <laughs> I'm feeling knotted up, so this is perfect. Um, Noel. Yeah. So you wanted to shift things up a little bit. Yeah. You wanted to sort of open it up a little bit. Normally we uh we do the first half as interview stuff, and then we go into our schemes. But you felt like you had some big ideas. Well, and I felt like they touch on stuff that we would be asking about before anyway. So. All right. Might as well incorporate them. All right, let's do it, man. All right, so, guys. So get ready, yeah. expert on gross stuff. That's right. All right, man. Uh, Noel's gonna blow your mind. That's right. And 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 we should also say, as a guest, any of our ideas, you get for free. Oh man. <laughs> well, everyone offer. gets yeah. for free, but you don't. Yeah, you, you don't have to tithe us as much. As much. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, if I really strike gold. You know, I'm a generous guy. Yeah, yeah. Always give but five percent, five percent is all, all right. we ask from our guests. Okay, that seems reasonable. A fifty percent off. Yeah. Okay. All right. Don't give me side eye. I'm not. Uh, you're on you the just side of me. Side eye. <laughs> I don't mind, guys. It's all right. I mean, if this is a million dollar idea, yeah, I'm down. Okay, I'll be sharing. We got. I'll tell you right now, as we discussed earlier, none of our ideas are million dollar ideas. They're billion, billion. Oh, billion right. dollar yeah, ideas. billion is the new million. Yeah. 
Okay. Million is the old thousand. Just a thousand? Well, hundred thousand maybe. Okay. Yeah, that makes more sense. If you're just if you're going <laughs> up a notch, you're dropping down a notch. Yeah. All right. All okay. Right. So, <laughs> gross stuff, guys. How are we gonna get rich with it? Well, I'm gonna tell you. I was going through and looking at a bunch of your old shows, and uh, thinking of ones that are gross. You know, the ones that really gross me out. A lot of them had to do with uh, like bodily functions. Sure. There was the whatever the the pee and poo and panties one. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Sure. Uh, a lot of a lot of sex ones. Oh. oh, was that the one where the the guys pee in their wives' shoes, or is it? <laughs> <laughs> There's so much pee there, and poo involved there in these is a shows. Lot of there is, well, there is. Exactly, yeah. I can understand that. That's gross. Yeah. Well, there's certain transgressive peeing that's yeah. like, mm-hmm. you know, peeing in a hotel room. Yeah. Uh, or peeing in your wife's shoes because you secretly hate her. Yeah. Uh-huh. Or, uh, you know, those kind of things. Yeah. Oh, Josh, do you ever put on your shoe and it's a little soggy and wonder, like, I don't remember stepping it's in a It's funny you say puddle. that because... Sometimes when Deb's asleep, I just pee all over her and blame it on the dog. But I thought it was because I loved her. Uh, I've gotten a light shown on my shown on my relationship. Yeah, no, that, man. Maybe I'm angry. An awakening. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Thank you for uh, that. You're welcome. Your therapy too. I sure. appreciate it. Uh, you know, one one thing I did borrow from one of your shows. I I went and checked the forum that you had done it from. Was uh, the the about the guys that were all hung up about their foreskins. Oh sure, and the, they were doing these horrible things to their body to try and regrow their foreskins. Yeah, yeah. What's that called? Uh, uh, it's like a restoration, yeah, but it's called something else. It's I forgot what the term it's is. Like torture is what it is. <laughs> yeah. Were like, they hanging a lot of weights off their foreskin? And I they know were, that's one thing that that yeah. people with uh, that have were are upset. That oh, they were uh, circumcised. yeah, activists. Okay. <laughs> oh, is that what they call themselves? Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> They're people who uh, are against circumcision, and they uh-huh. uh huh, and as such, they. They want to re- return to an intact state uh-huh. with their with their dogs. Yeah, did we? Did either of us ever do a thing where you could uh, uh, do that? Like, be a doctor who does that kind of plastic surgery? I did it. You did do it. I, well, I made a, a a rig so they could do it themselves. Right. I remember it was from one of our early shows, yeah. like one of our first. It was 20-ish. body modification. Yeah, body mods. That's yeah. right. Mm. Um, so. Uh, and then I also was thinking about how all these people come together in these forums to talk freely about this, whatever it is, horrible. But in real life, they hide from each other and they hide what they do from everyone. Uh, and how that's kind of sad, you know? Yeah, well, uh, it's, an, it's an embarrassing thing. They have a lot of shame. That's yeah. right. And that's what they have forums for. So I hope your idea isn't a forum no. for these people uh, to share with nope, each other. Nope. So they... they you know, they jerry rig all these systems. They're they're intact visor or whatever. Yeah, uh, and you know they have to make everything up, and so there is money out there to cater to these people. You know, they don't need to buy, they don't need to make something out of old bolts to stick on their wieners. They can buy a top notch product or something instead, right? And then um, I came across this, which said. That uh, lots of sugar-free sweets contain lycosin, which is a glucose syrup, almost as sweet as sugar, but with only half the calories. And uh, lycosin is a powerful laxative if taken in large quantities. Uh, Unfortunately, our systems can't fully digest it and ferments in our colon, causing bloating, wind, loose stools, and stomach rumbles. 
study in the European Journal of Clinical Nutrition in 2002 concluded that the ingestion by an adult of 40 grams of lecithin sweetened confectionery was enough to cause these symptoms. Uh, so I thought, great, I'm going to look at a lecithin, uh, and I found something on Amazon, which, uh, in spirit of your show, I was wondering if you could read this review. Oh, sure. It is for uh, Haribo gummy bears, sugar-free gummy bears containing lecithin. Okay, so this is the Amazon one-star review out of five stars, and the title is Just Don't. Unless it's a gift for someone you hate. By Christine E. Torocon. Uh, and it was a verified purchase, so this is not just someone just shitting on them because yeah. they have an alternate product. Oh, no, no. Uh, okay, and it goes like this. Oh, man, words cannot express what happened to me after eating these. The gummy bear, quote-unquote, cleanse. If you, are someone that you, if you are someone that can tolerate the sugar substitute, enjoy. If you are like the dozens of people that tried my order, run. First of all, for taste, I would rate these a five. So good. Soft, true-to-taste fruit flavors like the sugar variety, I was a happy camper. But, brackets, or should I say, but with two T's. Not long after eating about 20 of these, all hell broke loose. I had a gastrointestinal experience like nothing I've ever imagined. Cramps, sweating. Floating beyond my worst nightmare. I've had food poisoning from some bad shellfish, and that was almost like a skip in the park compared to what was going on inside me. Then came the uh, flatulence. Heavens to Murgatroyd! The sounds like trumpets calling the demons back to hell. The stench like a thousand rotten corpses vomited. I couldn't stand to stay in one room for fear of succumbing to my own odors. But wait, there's more. What came out of me felt like someone tried to funnel Niagara Falls through a coffee straw. I swear my sphincters were screaming. It felt like my delicate starfish was a gaping maw projectile vomiting a torrential flood of toxic waste. 100% liquid. Flammable liquid. Napalm. It was a bit humorous, brackets, for a nanosecond, as it was just beyond anything I could imagine possible. And it went on for hours. I felt violated when it was over, which I think might have been sometime in the early morning of the next day. There was stuff coming out of me that I ate at my wedding in 2005. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then the review goes on to say how he gave these to his girlfriend who didn't believe them. Same thing happened to her. And then she gave them to her sister. Same thing happened to her. I just want to say, so uh-huh. I, I had heard about this maybe uh, a year or two ago. Yeah. I'd read some article where someone had heard about it and they thought it was uh, an urban myth and they went and ate a bunch of them. And then I found a YouTube video. There's a guy who's kind of a YouTube star. He's a total bro, uh-huh. uh, you know, hat backward, beefed out dude. And he does this thing where he just ingests extraordinarily enormous amounts of shit uh-huh. and mm-hmm. then experiences it. I don't remember what his name is. But he did it as a gummy bear challenge. Yeah. And he ate, he ordered a five-pound bag of these sugar-free gummy bears and ate the whole bag in one sitting. Ooh. And, you know, you don't see him on the toilet, but at some point he starts belching and farting and farting and farting, and then he jumps up and runs to the bathroom, and you just hear him screaming yeah. in pain. <laughs> screaming in pain. Yeah. 
So and, like and a, you know we like a we challenge. yeah yeah exactly uh, we we may be repulsed by that, but as uh, Lou Reed's internet has proven to us, there's a, a subset of people out there. Is it wrong that I'm intrigued by it? Well, no, you and many others. There's probably a, a forum that you could find your kin with, I, 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 uh, no. and you could you could talk about it. You could fantasize about it. Uh, so uh, I started thinking maybe I could. Uh, Make you know lycosin sweetened desserts or chocolates for people who are into that. Uh, and I was thinking about chocolates, and I was thinking, yeah, Valentine's, you know, which made me think of you know Lamar. And uh, <laughs> you know, there's a lot of people out there who like to combine the two. Uh, oh, there so, you go. Yeah. Mm. So uh, the idea is, you get lycosin sweetened chocolates for her, and uh, pills that are a combo of Viagra and laxative for him. Uh, <laughs> And they they, oh, they take them <laughs> and they romance it up and uh, it's a messy messy time for all. Oh, that's a, if you have sort of like dueling toilets in your bathroom or something like that. I think I, he's I'm talking about shitting, shitting on, like, on each other. Oh, yeah. shitting on my, each my, other. My, I'm guessing that's my what thing with this is is the only thing I'm going to say about this. Yeah, and you know you know how I love shooting your ideas down, so I win these challenges in the uh, <laughs> in in when we have a guest, but. Uh, and maybe you can back me up on this. I, I don't know if you've done a show on people who are into scat. Uh, it's been a subset of uh, okay. maybe like Fet Life and uh-huh. uh, uh, but, raw, raw Tops Breeding Zone. Raw Tops Breeding Zone. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a pretty intense gay sex site. Okay, all right. Um, I I would think that people who are really into scat prefer it to be a bit more solid. Yeah, I'm just saying. Is there a subset just in based on your experience? I don't know if I've ever read any. Uh, I don't recall reading someone expressing a preference. I do think uh-huh. that um, uh, logs are preferred over a loose, sloppy stool. <laughs> yeah. Which this uh, is. But there's this people is, out there, though. I'm sure there's some people who don't who don't mind. This yeah. is explosive but, diarrhea. But diarrhea in general is. Uh, you know, I think people like to be in control of the filth. Yeah. Uh, well, I think the explosiveness of anything, though, would add ex- appeal. I guess the excitement, right? if you could somehow combine the incitement while you were ignoring yeah. the, right. the agony you were going through. Yeah. This person described sort of a, a an uncomfortable experience. Right. Yeah. So, so maybe mix a little Prozac in, in each of these two. Imagine, so, although so maybe... So you're okay with the <laughs> yeah, fact yeah, that you're right. like, oh man, this is pretty erotic. You're I'm okay of... with shitting all over the place. Ow. Yeah. You're writing a real emotional level yeah. through it. Nice. You're... Right. There's you... no, no peaks and valleys. Yeah. Or maybe the idea is you, you try to figure out, with some practice I would imagine, uh-huh. of, of actually orgasming and shitting yourself. Yeah, you time it right. At exactly the same yeah, time. That would be a much more. But I like uh, the idea. I have I a mean, friend who you'd ran. Think your anus would tighten as you were ejaculating. But I mean, if you train yourself somehow, yeah, to also be able to just you know express. Okay, so Lou has punches the di- idea up. There's yep. also like a training session that we have to sell. That's you. right. <laughs> uh, okay, fair enough. I would. I would also suggest that you know I thought you were going to go this route. Um, as we know that that couples that there are certain things that they do for for their loved one yeah. on a special day. Yeah. Uh, some people, it's like they, you know, in the old days, it used to be the blowjob, right? They yeah. get their dick sucked once a year on their birthday uh-huh. or something like that. Well, maybe I think now that we're in a much more permissive and open society. Yeah. Um, and like getting blowjobs is something that is like. It's standard. Yeah, I could just go down the street and get a blowjob right now. Very yeah. easily. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and uh, after uh, the show, you guys want to order around? Uh, we'll get them delivered. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. And um, uh, maybe anal is the new blowjob. Oh, maybe. That, like, like, like billion is the new million. Right, exactly. And so like mm-hmm. that one time a year, okay, honey. Yeah. And But this way you sweeten it. You get her her nice gift. It's sweet. You know, yeah. it's a sweet laxative to help clear her out to make it pleasant oh, for okay. everybody. Okay. Or well, sure. if yeah. another submarket here, if you are a woman who is not in anal and you're uh, you're <laughs> – that Other half has decided that, <laughs> Are there that women who once a into- year his birthday is anal day. Uh, you do you do the do this once. Wait, to it's him. nice when your birthday and anal yeah. day happen to coincide because <laughs> yeah. you have all the flags already. Yeah. Uh, so uh, you 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 eat your chocolates and uh, he starts to go to town and and it does not go the way he was planning. And that puts an end. Oh, so you're saying it's sort of a way to to, to put an end to oh, the anal right. just yeah. to to have uh, I think. Uh, yeah, sort of an explosive experience yes. while in the middle of it. Yeah. So what you would actually be doing is you would be selling to the woman who doesn't like to it. That she woman. can swap out her chocolates. So you can say, oh, what kind of chocolates does he usually get you? And you can box them and make them look, and she can just swap they them out. They look like a Whitman sampler. Right, yeah. exactly. That, uh, is designed to make you have explosive shit. Yeah, but in, in, yeah. They'll, be known, they'll be known as Shitman samplers. Well, there's, there's, oh! a, lot, there's a lot of uses. High five. But I'm sure there's also <laughs> a large subset of people who are into this. And, and I think... Think the explosiveness of this is a plus for them. It's not like it's, you know, dribbly diarrhea. It's explosive. Right. It's burning. Yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> right. Well, for the person, I think that that if there's someone is going to be excited about the explosive diarrhea, it's going to be the person getting uh-huh. shit on. Yeah. But I still, th- I still think I just. Not having experienced it or into it myself, well, yeah, I right. still think that that Lou is. I feel Lou is right with this idea that people like to have a little more control of the fecal matter well, on their no, body. See, can I throw out an idea? Yeah, my idea is that these are great as sort of a revenge gift. Okay, like give oh, it to okay. someone you yep. don't like and okay. be like, you know, hey, I've been thinking of you. I know this is going to make you shit. You don't know it. And yeah. you may not put two, you know two and two together. Yeah, but uh, and have know. a boner. Yeah, well, are they, are we adding Viagra in there too? That's right. There's That's there, right. Yeah, there is Viagra uh, like, in there because that might be like extremely painful, like a yeah. four-hour <laughs> erection while you're like shooting liquid fire. <laughs> and imagine like the shame, like if you're not expecting it, yeah. and the shame you feel of having a boner while doing this and feeling like I'm this doesn't arouse me. Why am I so aroused? Yeah, the overall uh, crippling psychological effect of this thing. Is going to be intense, yeah. Well, especially if you send it to them at like work. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. let's all and share these chocolates. Num, 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 num. Yeah, yeah, everyone's like, uh, oh, church. sharing it. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god! Wow, the possibilities have just become endless with I this mean, idea. See, so I think we're, there's big money in here. <laughs> yeah, clearly. Uh, so you guys, we're already making crazy amounts of money, shit tons. Even that's right. You guys are. So I think it's time that Josh and I talk about our dream of selling out to corporate America. So in our newest segment, Josh and Noel sell out. Uh, we're going to explore ways that we are actively pursuing selling out. So you know the traditional way. You can go to the RadioFreeBrooklyn.com show uh, webpage. Go to the Get Rich Quick with Josh Noel show page and hit the sponsor link. Uh, and on there, you can pledge an amount of money. Once a month, that amount of money will come out for the rest of the season, which is uh, just like a month and a half left. Whatever. Like a month left. Uh, so get in there. Uh, so if you pledge a dollar, you'll end up spending $2 this season, of which Noel and I will get 50 cents each. Yeah, that's right. Uh, and that other 50 cents, or that other dollar, might be tax-free. We've got to figure out exactly what's going on with that. Mm-hmm. 
But if you hate Josh and I, if you think that you need to get this filth off the air, if uh, you just want to get all your money tax-free, then you go to the greaterfreebrooklyn.com and hit the Patreon link and pledge an amount one time or reoccurring, and that money will go to Radio Free Brooklyn. Not a nickel will go to Josh and I. And uh, as I said, I, we got to figure out the details, but I think that's all going to be tax deductible. <coughs> but we know the real money, the big money, the, the, the money that changes lives comes from corporate sponsorship. That's why Josh and I are proud of our, our, our newest sponsor, our biggest sponsor. Our oldest sponsor our as well. Our oldest sponsor. We're looking for other sponsors. Our only sponsor. Uh, so please take it away. Hey, everybody, it's your best friend, Monty Lamonti. I'm back again with an amazing tip. It's tip time, people. This one is one of the best. All right, there's a great debate for the toilet paper roll. Do you put the toilet paper roll so the paper's coming down or so you pull your teepee from the top? The proper answer is neither. First off, if you pull from the bottom, you're the bigger jackass between the two choices. That person that pulls it from the bottom, you're just an idiot. Person that pulls it from the top, that's ridiculous too. That's like playing the damn prices right. And you spin it, you just it's ridiculous. The real way to do it is don't even put the toilet paper on the Are you kidding me? Don't even put the toilet paper on the roll. Just leave it off to the side, use your fingers and spin it around that way. And you really only need two to three squares per wipe. Anyway, always an amazingly positive influence in your life. Your best friend, Monty Lamonti. And remember, if you heard this, you owe me two dollars. Payable via PayPal at Montyism, M-O-N-T-E-I-S-M at Yahoo.com. Thank you very much. Don't wipe your butt too, too much. Because it gives you hemorrhoids, you know? Yeah. Wow, what an appropriate uh, uh, Montyism. That really is. He never knows what we're doing our show on when he sends us these. <laughs> Synchronicity. Yeah. Y- you've actually met Monty when when uh, you did the show at the uh, Remix Media Festival. I did. Uh, Monty came up from Chicago. He lives in L.A. now. But uh, he's the guy who put on the... the uh, the reading of the Big Lebowski too. Oh right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, all I'm going to say about Monty's most recent, uh, I, I, I'm, I, I'm concerned that he's calling it a tip because you know we have our tip and it's tip after tip. Eh. But whatever, you give Monty you can a rub call. Your tips together, yeah. that's cool. <laughs> they call that docking. Yeah, <laughs> they, <laughs> they call that docking. That's going to be the title of my uh, autobiography. <laughs> they call that docking. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, but uh, Monty is married, right? Yes, he is. Because I don't know. I mean, only single dudes don't put toilet paper on the roll. That's just a fact. Yeah, I don't put it on all the time. Yeah, because you're you're a single dude. I'll, I'll, I'll feel guilty like halfway through the roll, and I'll put it on for the second. <laughs> You'll half. feel like I'm too fucking slovenly. <laughs> yeah. In uh, in college, I found a, a janitorial door that would open, uh-huh. and they used to keep like the giant rolls of toilet paper mm-hmm. in there. So uh-huh. I would take them. I was living with these two girls, and they would. Uh, I'd be like, hey, we don't have to buy toilet paper for a really long time. And they just hated having this giant toilet paper wheel <laughs> on top of the towel rack. Uh-huh. And they would want to buy toilet paper. And I'd be like, fuck you. Uh-huh. I stole this for us. That's like, right. Yeah. Women, women will not have that at all. If I like, even if I have, we have a roll that is almost done 
and I put a roll behind the toilet on the back of the toilet uh-huh. for when I have clients coming to the house to to get work done. Uh, uh, she will put it back okay. into the toilet. Uh, roll we tell the clients I put that that roll of toilet paper back there for you. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So uh, I appreciate that. Uh-huh. So you know, every week we have a topic, and you can get crazy amounts of money. This week it's gross stuff. Uh, we also somewhere in the show we hide another little tidbit of a turtling of a nugget of an idea for you to make even more money. So if you're just waiting for that laxative kick in right now, if you are. Uh, Posting some stuff on weird internet forums or whatever it is that you're doing. Listen to this. Come back. Listen to the rest of the show. Please take it away, Josh. The Get Rich Quick Tip of the Week. Brought to you by Radio Free Brooklyn. The late 1970s were marked by a major shift in toy regulations when it was reported that a young boy tragically choked on the plastic missile of a Battlestar Galactica toy. In response, many toys with projectiles were pulled from the market. Kenner Products had been marketing a rocket-firing Boba Fett as a mail-order special, but his spring-loaded jetpack missile was deemed too likely to cause injury. So it was permanently glued into place. A few firing prototypes managed to survive the purge by Kenner, making this one of the most sought-after Star Wars toys. In 2016, one was listed on eBay for $150,000. Okay, I play this um, because, as we say, you know, hold on to your toys. You never know what they're going to be worth at a different point. Yeah. I remember when that happened. I am going to tell you a little story. Okay. Because when I was a young man uh-huh. and Star Wars came out uh, and through their entire early history, the first three movies, my godmother was the executive in charge of all of the commercials for Kenner Toys. All right. And she did all all of the Star Wars commercials for the Star Wars toys. She was a VP at the advertising firm that did it, and that was her uh, 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 clients. Uh-huh. And I got every single Star Wars toy from beginning to uh, end. That's awesome. Doubles. Some of them before they were released. Uh-huh. I had two of those Boba Fetts. Uh. Two of them. When I moved up here full time, uh-huh. they were all kept here. They were not in the box. I was one of those kids that even though I had like 12 Luke Skywalkers, original Luke Skywalkers with the the uh, the lightsaber that pushed out of his hand, uh-huh. um, I had to, for whatever reason, open every single one of them. Uh-huh. Right? I didn't keep any of them in the box. When I moved up here when I was 12, my father decided that at now I'm 12 years old. I'm almost a teenager, I'm almost a man in Jewish tradition, uh-huh. that it was time to get rid of all my kids' toys, oh. all my comic books, all that kind of stuff. Trade it in for a ledger. Yes, basically. I had to become an accountant. <laughs> <laughs> um, he, he, he just put them all in a garbage bag and said, you're done, uh-huh. and threw them all away. Yeah. Um, even in the state that they were in, particularly the Star Wars stuff, like original Princess Leia's Job of the Hutt's original thing, and some of them that were actually used on the set for the commercials, all went in the garbage. Wow, thousands of dollars. And had I kept them in the boxes, I we would not be doing this show because I'd be like, "What do I need to give ideas to get rich with? I'm already rich." But no, no such luck. No, nope. so hoard your stuff. That's yep. right, yeah. hoard, hoard. <laughs> buy, buy two of everything, yeah. and one in mint in bucks. Yeah. Have you done any hoarder forums? Are there such thing as hoarder forums? Have I done it? No, I don't believe so. Yeah, you don't, don't believe so. You've done it, or you don't believe there are forums. Uh, there may be forums about it. I think 
hoarders don't seem the kind of people who would. Yeah, they don't wear it loud what, and proud. Right. They, that's what yeah. I was, that's <laughs> they live what in I was a uh, major shame. Yeah. Shame spiral forever. Yeah. Yep. You know, it's important to keep that giant pile of kitty litter. Yeah. In the closet. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it really is. Well, because where else are you going to put all that cat shit? Yeah. Um. So gross stuff, Noel. Gross stuff. My turn. Yeah. What do you wanna, got? Want to get it in before we uh, run out of time yeah, here? I got another great um, one. So let me ask you a question, guys. Uh huh. What is generally around the world, around the world in all cultures, uh-huh. considered just one of the more gross things that human beings do? Is it a bodily function? It is partially a bodily function. It comes from is your body. Is it it's poop? Is it prostitution? <laughs> prostitution is a bodily function. Uh-huh. I mean, I guess it is. You are using the body, and it's a function. Yeah. Is it really? Is it reviled in all uh, uh, cultures? I don't know. I it's accepted in some cultures. Yeah, exactly. Um, but no. Okay. No. No to both of you. Okay. The answer is uh, eating your own boogers. Okay. All right. Well, all sure. Right. This yeah. is apparently. Everyone I, does it though. I, I I looked up eating boogers, and everyone does it. Yeah. Um, but it is apparently around the world, across cultural barriers of all sorts, it is believed to be one of uh, five or six behaviors that are considered a private act, meaning that you don't do it in public, you are scolded when you do it in public. As a little child, you are taught not to do it in public. Um, The other ones are burping, farting, urinating, and defecating. Okay. Right? Um, And I was like, wow, that's interesting, but yet everyone does it, right? Everyone at some point in their life has eaten boogers. And if you were not told not to eat boogers, you'd probably still be eating boogers, uh-huh. right? Sure. So there, to me, that means that there is some sort of biological necessity towards eating boogers. Yeah. So I said, let's <laughs> see if that's true. <laughs> All right. And sure enough, there is a... a a theory okay. uh, posited by Canadian scientists. Uh, I like them already. That's right. <laughs> they're likable. So, yeah. They are. Uh, well, they're, they're very agreeable. Oh, bo- are boogers good teeth? Sure they are. Oh, no, they're not. Just you tell me what you think. Yeah. That's the Canadian scientist way. Yeah. Um, but th- the way they think it works is, is that, um, uh, let me get to it, at birth, an infant's immune system appears to rely primarily on a lymphocyte called Th2, um, which uh, they're, and while they're uh, uh, relying on that, they're waiting for the Th1 lymphocyte system to grow stronger, which is the, the system that we as adults use to fight off um, disease and things like that, uh-huh. okay? And the belief is is that because your nasal passages are used to filter out outside diseases, allergens, things of that nature, that when you pick your nose and eat these neutralized things, essentially, Mm -hmm. um, in small, small doses, you're inoculating yourself. It's like self-vaccinating. Interesting. Yeah. Okay? So it's a theory because no one's really studying this. But it's a theory posited by a scientist uh-huh. when asked about this in Canada. And we know that Canada believes in science. Yeah. There are a lot of runny noses up there. They yeah. do. They know probably know a lot more about boogers than we do. Yeah. So Penicillin invented <clears throat> in Canada. That's right. And then I thought to myself, but like, you know, it's gross walking around picking your nose, right? I was on a bus just two weeks ago. Uh-huh. 
and there was a woman on there who had crazy long like dragon fingernails mm-hmm. uh-huh. and she was going to town yeah that's what those are made for going to town yeah. up there on a public transportation she comes out gotta get a core sample big big <laughs> stringy wet boogie on there uh-huh. and with her thumb dragon nail she's trying to get it off but it's a sticky one and then she just literally just sort of wipes it on the pole <laughs> City living, yeah, right. And I gagged. Uh, I gagged. I almost threw up. Yeah, I almost threw up. You weren't uh, tempted to inoculate yourself. I was not tempted to inoculate myself. But we we have been at this point over generations brought up to just believe it's disgusting, right? That Mm -hmm. people picking their nose in public and particularly eating it. There is a. That's the end of my skin pick episode is all about that. Yeah. Oh, okay. There you go. Please listen to it if you want to be ill. Yeah. <laughs> and and so the idea that people are going to be inoculating themselves by walking around on the street, getting up in that nose and popping it in their mouth is gross. Okay. So my next thought was, let me posit this to you gentlemen. What is one of the hottest growing uh, <clears throat> food items out now. Poke bowl. Yeah, that's what I was. I was going to say the exact same thing. You're right, but wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Meaning it's not the thing that you wanted. To In say. New York, it's huge. Is it? Is it huge out in L.A. too? I saw a lot of poke bowl. Yeah, places. It is yeah. It's, it, they like exploded here in the city. Yeah. like out of the blue. Like yeah. suddenly, yeah. every block there's a fucking poke bowl. Yeah, place. Bowl, a bowl of raw fish. <laughs> it's good. Yeah, Go bowl figure. of raw. It's you know, chirashi basically. It's not really poke. Like if you whatever. All right, we'll get into a food discussion at another time. Um, <laughs> but but uh, no, it's the all natural energy bars. Energy slash protein bar. Okay, right, sure. Exploding uh, you, you, everywhere you go, you can't go to a supermarket without these things. Kind bars. Yeah. Okay. Um, sure. Uh, uh, RX bars. Right. Uh, macro bars. Okay. Uh, I could go on and on yeah. with a list of these things, and it's a billions and billions of dollar industry. Five more uh-huh. bars, please. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> please don't. Okay. No, that's okay. <laughs> so I came up with an idea. Yeah. It is an energy bar. That is held together instead of with dates and egg whites yeah. with boogers. <laughs> yeah. It okay. will work perfectly because it's now boosting your immune system as well as giving you energy. Yeah. You call it the boogie bar. Yeah. Right? Because it's a double entendre, right? Yeah. Boogie boogers, boogie, hey, I'm up, yeah. I'm ready to go. Yeah. Boogie So boy. there it is. So you, instead of eat, drinking your disgusting Red Bull before every show to hop you up, uh-huh. you would sit there and eat a boogie bar. Yeah. You'd never get sick again. Never. Plus, you'd be pumped full of energy. I think that's great. Thank and also, you. I mean, just think about, you know, this, this could go a long way for uh, getting, you know, a lot of people... Jobs because they got it. You got to source those boogers. Oh, you got to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fresh. Absolutely fresh. Gotta, you know, so there's a lot of people out of work. Yeah, put those noses to work. Get that, your schnoz. Oh. Get your schnoz back right. in the job. Yeah, exactly. You are you are going to be one of the jobs providers. Yeah, and you want to provide it local too. So yeah. it's you know American jobs, hand picked, uh huh, hand picked boogie bars. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Locally That's, sourced. Uh, <laughs> That's right. You can make it totally macro. Yeah. You can say within, uh, you know, all of our boogie bar bars supplies come from within five blocks of yeah. where where they're made. Yeah. So I there think, you go. That's good. Yeah. Thanks. Okay. So I'm going to get right into uh, the next one. All right. It's going to uh, be the last one. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and I'll make it quick. Uh, so, you know, 
people love gross things. They really do. Uh, so there's got to be markets out there. I started thinking about that Dr. Pimple Popper mm-hmm. who has uh, loves that. the YouTube video channel of pop- popping Ugh, yeah. massive infected pimples and cysts. It's disgusting. It's grim. The blackheads uh, are the worst. Yeah. 25-year-old uh, blackheads. Uh, and so there are really some... I was trying to think about that. I came up with some horrible stuff, but not good enough. I kept looking, uh, and I read an article about vultures on Boing Boing. Uh, and vultures, it turns out, are... The, the bird. Yeah, the bird. Okay. And they're gross. <laughs> Supposed to. So know, just pe- people uh, who are like, oh, you know, okay. swoop yeah, in and, right. or, uh-huh. you know. So they're known to uh, eat dead things, but sometimes they attack, you know, baby calves or sick cows and eat their eyes out when uh, when they're alive. Uh, their heads are bald to make it easier to stick their whole head into a carcass and pull it out. I didn't know that. Yeah. So uh, so the feathers don't get caught right. when yeah, you're yeah, pulling no, it no, out. No, that makes sense. Uh, in Tibet, people put the, the bodies of people out. <clears throat> Sky burial. Yeah, and they get eaten by the vultures, so they eat people. I've told Deb that's how I want to go. Yeah. Uh, they pee on their feet to keep themselves cool, and because they eat such horrific, rotting things, they have crazy stomach acid st- uh, as, as well. And when threatened, they projectile <laughs> vomit acid and rotted meat at the attacker. Right? It's like a straight out of Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? So I thought, great. Uh, so I, at first I thought, you know, you can sell vultures as pets, but, you know, what's uh, where's the challenge in that? Where, where's the, the going that extra mile in that? Uh, what can you do to make vultures grosser and make you more money you know so don't sell them as pets uh this is what you got to do you got to go out there you got to get an 18 wheeler you got to take the back area and divide it up into several uh private areas take the vultures uh you don't want them to escape so uh probably the best way to make them not able to escape is to give them breast implants will make them harder to fly. <laughs> okay. okay. Uh, and then you get little fishnet stockings, put them on those vultures, and you have a mobile truck stop vulture brothel. Uh, <laughs> it's the grossest thing I could think of. And uh, you go from truck stop to truck stop in the parking lot, and all the truckers line up, and you get money. They get puked so on. So instead of like a uh, lot lizard, right, yeah. which is a term for yeah. a, a, a yeah. truck stop prostitute, yeah. you have a lot vulture. Yes. Which is a bird that you fuck. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh. Not unlike that sad orangutan that was kept as a prostitute in some uh, Thai village. I'm not <laughs> familiar with the story. This is the children's story. <laughs> the next, the this next is, uh, Pixar this film. Is this was a real thing. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it up. I thought uh, it up. No, you, you brought it up. Yeah. Oh, did I bring it up once yeah. before? Yeah, you did. Yeah, because I was so horrified it's by horrible. it. It's horrible. So, uh, now, it's funny. The thing that you read about, you read a huge laundry list of things uh, that the vultures are good at, uh-huh. but fucking is not in there at all. <laughs> I'm concerned yeah, that, I'm that not being tested. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. You know, you need to do some, like, uh, focus groups you're, you're, to make sure. Uh, well, I do like know, the fact that you're dressing them up. They don't actually uh-huh. have to have sex with them. It could just be kind of a... Yeah, you're, uh, you, you know, look at me and do your own thing over there. Vomited right. rotten meat right. and stomach you're, acid on you. <laughs> yeah, you're dealing with the with the subsect of truckers that are into either getting peed on their feet or vomited on. Yes, or their eyeballs pecked out. Yeah, yeah. 
I got you. Yeah. So it, it, it's, it narrows it down a little bit. You don't necessarily have to have that many vultures in your traveling prost- uh, vulture process. Well, you can truck. fit a lot you, in there, though. You'd want to you'd <laughs> counsel a trucker uh, to make sure he doesn't get both his eyes pecked out if yeah. he has to get back on the road. Well, that's right. That's, that's right. a good point. And, uh, hey, you know, you guys out there, if you want to counsel us, uh, you can reach us on Twitter at GRQ Josh Noel. You can email us at GRQ with Josh and Noel at gmail.com. Or you can uh, Facebook us at Facebook slash GRQ Josh Noel. You can go on iTunes. You can subscribe. You can rate. Re- rate and subscribe. And review. Important. That's right. And uh, if you only listen to us on the Internet, on uh, podcast form, tune in Saturday nights, Saturday nights at 8 o'clock on Radio Free Brooklyn and get everything five days earlier. Get you. You could already have this uh, vulture brothel up and running. That's right. Before anyone even hears about it, uh, Lou. How do people get in touch with you? Uh, I'm. Uh, you can go to my website at loureads.com, like reads a book. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I'm also on Twitter at king underscore lou, uh, and Instagram I think is just king lou. And uh, I have a Facebook page. You just look for Lou Reads. All right. Okay. And you should uh, definitely listen to Lou's podcast. Yeah, it's great. Lou Reads the Internet. That's Some right. Some people use it to test their new uh, coworkers to see if they're okay to work with. Yeah. Do they really? Good idea. Yeah. <laughs> it's very funny. Okay. So, you know what, guys? We know our ideas are great. Lou knows our, our ideas are great. Uh, so, you've already made some so much money because our ideas are so great. <laughs> So uh, what are you going to do with that money? you got to do something or else it's going to make you sick. You're going to join a forum and you're going to be pooping on people or whatever you're doing, peeing in your wife's shoes. So what are you going to do with that money? Please take it away, Josh. Saudi Prince Al-Walid is an avid automobile collector. For the 38th piece in his collection, he decided to get something special, which led to the extravagant purchase of this one-of-a-kind vehicle. He bought a diamond-encrusted Mercedes-Benz. Amongst other jewels, the car is decorated with Swarovski crystals. The body, the tailpipe, the wheel rims, the logo, and even the door handles are covered in diamonds, making this one of the world's most expensive cars. And certainly, the most luxurious one. The prince paid $48 million for his prized possession. Reportedly, he is actually earning money off of it, as he allegedly charges $1,000 for letting a person come close to the car and touch it. I want to charge people $1,000 to come close to something and touch it. That's right. Uh, So, hey guys, you know, as I started to say, we know our ideas are great. Lou knows our ideas are great. How do you know our ideas are great? It's because Josh scours the internet for rules of getting rich quick to judge our schemes by. Where do we come from this week, Josh? We have very little time. Yeah, we have time for one or two. So today's uh, rules to get rich by are how to become a millionaire by age 30 by Grant Cardone. All right. Number one, follow the money. Uh, Yeah, yeah. Following an 18-wheeler full of uh, 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 vulture brothel. Yeah, and finally, treat money like a jealous lover. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Enough said. Yeah. So we're getting relaxing. we're getting rich as pigs off of this. Yeah. So uh, all I can say is once again for Josh and Noel, don't spend all that knowledge in one place. <laughs>